Welcome to Daybreak with Ted Tibbet and Michael Paul. If you have a comment, you can call us now at 261-0898 or pound 981 on any ceasefire device. Our email is newsradiomornings at gmail.com. Hi, it is Friday, Friday the 13th, 760, but we're lucky we've got uh, Michael Paul and Gene Valentino here. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess we're lucky. Good morning, Gene. The crowd is certainly happy you are here. Uh, if I can get you, let me see if I can get you on here. Are you there? I'm here, loud and clear. It's okay. You have to push the button, Gene. Pensacola. You have to push the button. I'm sorry. <laughs> are you there? Uh, yeah, I'm here. Our, the question was, are you here? And so, yes, you are now. So, thank you for joining us. Good morning. And good morning, 47 degrees from Pensacola, doing fine. How are you? <laughs> That's, hey, look, it's only a few degrees cooler here, but I'll tell you that wind this morning, Gene, that wind is just like cutting through us. Oh, yeah. Now, take it down an extra 10 degrees with that wind chill factor, no question. It was up to 25, 30 miles an hour uh, gusts last night, so there's definitely a change in system coming through. Well, that's a certainly the, a notice, tale, too. tale of all that tornadic activity. Uh, to the north of us and the north of you, heading northeastern towards New England, uh, the cluster of uh, tornadoes up uh, your way and north. Yeah, that, it was. It was. We kind of missed the bad weather yesterday. It was sort of a sort of a bust here. We we got a little bit of rain, but it just kind of went through really quick, and we didn't see any problems. But boy, uh, up toward uh, Selma, Alabama, in that area, they had they had some pretty rough weather up there, and some people killed. We're sorry to hear that could very well have been us but uh but it was not yesterday and we're thankful for that well likewise all right so gene you know a lot has gone a lot of water has gone under the bridge over the last week we found out earlier this week some things uh about our president and about his uh his ability to uh well to lift uh top secret documents and sort of hang out next to the corvette I uh, just wondered what your thoughts were about that. And, and you know, this morning we hear, or last night, we hear that Lisa Marie Presley died. I mean, just a uh, crazy world we're living in. Yeah, you know, the White House is in full crisis mode right now, Michael. Uh, it's recklessness and it's criminal. But before I jump into that, because that's what I'd like to jump into with you, if you don't mind this morning, to your point, Damar Hamlin, uh, the football player, and now Lisa Marie Presley dying, regrettably, of some heart condition. I'm not saying it, but there's a lot of evidence. I'm just going to ask the question. I would hope that the reports reveal the truth about the uh, their, their cause of death, uh, her cause of death, and um, DeMar's near cause of death. And... Uh, it's uh, I'm still concerned. No one's talking about it. No one wants to talk about it. But I'm still waiting for someone to step up and try to find the parallel or the correlation to the vaccination. Or the is jab. there a correlation? You know, that's the thing. We don't know because nobody's looking at it. No one's looking at it. They, you know, sweeping it under the rug is not acceptable. I want to see what this jab has done to the wellness, not just of a professional athlete and a middle-aged woman in her 50s, but uh, to younger children 
who they were suggesting get the same vaccination, <laughs> even under nine years of age, is yeah, uh, reprehensible if they think middle-aged. that's an acceptable. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I was just I was just thinking middle aged woman, you know, 54, man, that that sort of looks young to me now. Yeah, it's looking younger every day. I mean, <laughs> I promise you it is. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you something that they're there. You know, I wish we just could trust our uh, medical professionals these days to, you know, to do what medical professionals do. Right. Science. Look at it. Always question it. Always question the science. Right. That's what that's what has made us one of the greatest places on, on the planet is because we have doctors and scientists that always, even though they come up with a with a theory, they always question their theory and they always continue to uh, to apply new ideas to it to, to wonder, you know, is this correct or do we have something wrong here? And we totally quit doing that during COVID, and it's very unfortunate. Mr. Fauci authorized the use of a vaccination that had not been totally proven uh, and tested. Uh, It it was under the declaration of an emergency granted. But uh, when they had the ability to push further and faster uh, with the testing procedures, uh, there was uh, less there was less proof coming out of those tests to show that the vaccination was safe. And so you end up with all these subvariant vaccinations coming out after. It's like patching the tire. Oh, we didn't get it exactly right on the first one. The second one was should be a little better now. Let's try this one. And and that approach is uh, hit and miss. It's not scientifically based, and that's what's concerning me about Fauci's release of the vaccination prematurely and inappropriately, and now wondering what the reality of the data shows on the um, on the vaccination and the results, whether it's applied to a pro football player, uh, a woman in her 50s, or suggested to be used in the school system for children under nine years of age. It's reckless and inappropriate, and there's got to be consequences this Mr. George Soros reappears recently, trying to suggest that his next assault will be focused on the Supreme Court of the United States now that he's done an awful lot of damage. Joe Rogan this morning was talking about uh, how uh, Soros wants the cities to fall apart in the years ahead. What is it with this guy, Michael, that has so much control over the condition of our nation through the funding of people into certain positions. He's not unlike Zuckerberg, who's put over $400 million into political campaigns nationwide as well. I think now with at least the Republican House of Representatives, I pray the Republican Senate will follow this um, this fall, 2023, that with the combined House and Senate, uh, Biden will be left to be purely, purely and completely impotent uh, uh, until we get a new president in 2024. I saw a, a, a saying that came out recently. Truth does not mind being questioned, but a lie does not like being challenged. And <laughs> we need to focus on what the truth is 
in our nation, whether it's an investigatory process through the United States Congress, whether it's a deliberative process in the Supreme Court, whether it's the election process that we're dealing with that has been maligned, or whether it's even the medical field and the creation of a vaccine under an emergency condition. Hey, China's in deep trouble right now. They're in, the folks from within their nation are beginning to rise up and find fault. And um, we've just got to make sure we don't have China expressing their influence anymore. In fact, it needs to be curtailed here in the United States, whether it's these uh, young uh, snot-nosed kids coming through the college school system or the educators themselves, whether it's uh, the land use issues in and around military bases, poor farmers going bankrupt selling land to um, to the Chinese investors that happen to be uh, juxt to the military bases. China needs to be curtailed in their influence and control over this nation, period. Well, we've got a new Congress now, and you, you made mention of some, some things that are going on, and it looks like that this is going to be our only buttress up against the widespread Democratic control of not only the uh, government but the media and everything else uh, that, uh, that people see, Hollywood, the whole, the whole spectrum of uh, ideas out there are really not in favor of Republicans. So this is the only place that we really have that we can uh, continue to push the conservative agenda. Now, with this new Congress, we've seen a couple of things pretty pretty quickly here. Number one, and I had to ask you about this today because this is something that came sort of, to, to me, it, was, it came sort of out of nowhere, but I love the idea of abolishing the IRS and going to a straight value-added tax on everything that we consume in this country because, well, rich people pay more because they consume more, right? How about a flat 10% on a postage card based on your employer's document you attach to it and you pay the 10%? In fact, your employer probably uh, deducted the 10% out of your uh, payroll deduction, and that is your tax. Now, if everyone pays the tax with no loopholes, how about that as a way of balancing this nation's budget? And and, well, and I think the IRS um, control you mentioned is absolutely correct. We don't need 80,000 more IRS agents. We need 80,000 more in the military on our border, defending us from any further attack by uh, illegal immigrants popping over the line and coming over the line with the highest historic level of illegal, illicit drugs that are killing more Americans than those lost in Vietnam and Korea combined. Hundreds of thousands of Americans have lost their lives in the last few years from the illegal uh, delivery of, of fentanyl coming over the line. Is that not enough to scare the hell out of you? Yeah, it, it really is. But, you know, one of the things, when you look at Congress and you look at the, the government in Washington, D.C., and the way it's currently constituted, 
they they don't want to do away with the IRS, uh, Gene, because it takes away their power. You see, they they have no power when they say yes. They have only power when they say no, because then they have That's to have right. people come lobby them. They have people that, that want to uh, court them to make them do something a little different. And they have a lot of power when they can set up the tax system the way they like it for their friends and for their lobbyists. And they don't give a damn about you and I or anybody else in this country. It's all about them. So, you know, it takes their power away. I don't see this happening. Do you? I do see some major changes occurring on several levels of government, including the IRS. Kevin McCarthy's been in off uh, in, in the role as Speaker of the House in just less than two weeks now, and he's um, <laughs> there's four or five things on the agenda that are about to go through, including your uh, your issue of the IRS, uh, the rescission of the eighty five thousand IRS agents they were trying to fund. That is being reversed. Uh, uh, but, but, uh, I do see several other areas, the investigations going on underway through the criminal wrongdoing, the Adam Schiff's and the Eric Swalwell's who've been working as puppets behind the scene for Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. I think all of them are going to call, be called in on the carpet for wrongdoing. And I think it, it's regrettable that justice, uh, has been, re, um, has has uh, waned in its enforceability under because the DOJ the Department of Justice has become so politicized Michael in the last few years it's a shame why didn't we not why did they uh, raid the president's home who had the legal authority to be carrying uh, classified documents and yet they do nothing and brush it under the rug with the same sort of documents sitting in Joe Biden's garage when at the time he was vice president and had no authority to be holding those documents in his possession. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and then you got another thing here, and a friend of ours, uh, the father of the Velvet Hammer nomenclature, texted me and said, and China is buying America with American wealth. You know, that would be a good segment we could do at some point in time, but we are out of time. we got about five seconds left. Any parting thoughts? Keep your eye on Congress the next few weeks, and let's get a Republican Senate in the future. Gotcha. Okay, Gene Valentino, our great friend from uh, Pensacola, Florida, former Escambia County Commissioner, and uh, generally all-around good guy. Have a great day, brother. We'll talk to you again next week. (laughs) Thank you, buddy.